In this interview series, we call The Circuit, TechPoint serves up the human stories behind the major tech headlines in Indiana. I'm your host, Jordan Isaacs, Relationship Manager here at TechPoint. Today, we talk to Julia Reagan, CEO and founder of RX Lightning. RX Lightning is disrupting the healthcare industry by accelerating the enrollment process for specialty prescriptions. In this episode, we will talk about Julia's motivation behind founding RX Lightning, the opportunity they found in specialty enrollment, and her journey to becoming a tech leader. So great to be down here in Southern Indiana today in historic New Albany, uh, in your neck of the woods, to talk to you today about RX Lightning and the work you're doing. Thank you for hosting us down here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Well, let's get started. Let's kick off. Um, so first off, for those folks not familiar with RX Lightning, what are you and what do you guys do? Yeah, so RX Lightning is a two-year-old startup uh, that has taken a ton of manual processes um, to get patients started on specialty medication. So if you think about people that are diagnosed with uh, cancer, uh, after the diagnosis, there's a ton of paperwork to get the patient started on therapy. And unfortunately, it takes weeks or months. And we've automated those processes and created an end-to-end platform that's free to doctors to use. And um, when providers use our platform, we're seeing patients get um, on therapy in anywhere from days, potentially even hours, versus the weeks that it used to take before. Wow, so it is that much of a change if we're comparing and contrasting an organization that doesn't use RX Lightning to one that does. I mean, it is a lot quicker. Yeah, it's quicker for the patients, it's quicker for the office staff. Um, Today, unfortunately, there's just so much paper and phone calls and faxes, and uh, with that, missing information and process that falls through. And as a result, the patient gets impacted. Um, Sometimes patient signatures are needed to consent in because these medications you can't get um, at your local retail pharmacy. And sometimes just getting that patient signature, especially in a COVID world, takes weeks in of itself. Our technology, um, when providers use it, it takes you know, 10 minutes, uh, not only to complete the paperwork, but also get the patient's signature um, digitally in a very HIPAA-compliant way. And uh, because of that, everything's just expedited for the patients in the provider's office. So you started RX Lightning just about two and a half years ago now. Mm -hmm. So um, can you talk about what was going on in the industry um, that made, made you make the decision was the time and the motivation behind starting RX Lightning at that time. Yeah, there's when you look at the health tech industry, there's been a couple other um, platform functionalities that have come to market over the last 10 years that uh, really set it up where RX Lightning could 
tackle the specialty journey for yeah. patients. So price transparency is one of them. So like think when a doctor prescribes you a medicine, you go to the pharmacy and pick it up and you usually have no clue what it costs. Yeah. Well, so there's a price transparency product that is now digital. Um, electronic prior authorization has happened where that's the approvals that yeah. the insurance company needs to provide. So in the market, you had all of these um, parts of the process being created in a digital way. Uh, RX Lightning took other parts that were still manual, um, made them digital, and then plugged in all these other pieces of the functionality into that platform to really set up providers to tackle this issue. Um, so it, it was uh, really great timing yeah. uh, for us um, with some of the evolution of what has been happening in the industry. So you spotted that issue from your past work, you saw it was such a problem just to get medications, especially medications to patient, to patients, and you capitalized on it at that point. Yeah, fortunately for myself and my co-founder, yeah. Brad Allen, um, we've built out some of those products with uh -huh. leading payers and yeah. PBMs in yeah. the industry and have taken them to uh, different pharmacies and uh, uh, specialty manu drug manufacturers. Yeah. And so for me, it just kind of was a natural evolution. Um, and I had a great support system around me that basically said, what, Julie, why don't you try to start a company? If uh, you fail, what's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. Go get another job, so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. So something I'm gonna dig into a little bit later, but I'm gonna ask just right now, You've been based in a variety of locations throughout the country. You live in the East Coast, went mm -hmm. to school in the South. Um, you're in New Albany now. Why New Albany? Why Southern Indiana? Well, I guess the simple answer is my husband's from here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but it, it's a great area. I grew up in, you know, country of Pennsylvania okay. outside of Wilkes-Barre Scranton. And um, it's a very similar feel. Yeah. Uh, we were close to New York City here. We're yep. close to Louisville, Kentucky. So we still have the best of what a city has to offer, as well as being able to be in the country and have be a little bit away from the hustle and bustle and be able to raise a family. So yeah. just this was natural that we were here because of where I lived, yeah. but when you look at the industry and healthcare, you also have some major um, healthcare giants here. You've totally. got Humana, which everybody knows uh, in Louisville. Yeah. You've got one of the largest pharmacies from Optum, which is United Healthcare, yeah. over in Jeffersonville. You've got um, Arcs Crossroads, which is part uh, yep. cover my meds, part of McKesson, um, and you know I could go on and on about the rest of the healthcare right. ecosystem here. Right, really see it's a it's a marrying of obviously your husband being from here, but also very much um, like where you grew up, and you have the ability to spend time in more of a rural area, but attached to that city where uh, the industry you're in is alive and well, both throughout. Uh, this Louisville, Kentucky, Anna market, but also up in Indiana as well. North. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so since founding RX Lightning, the company has raised just about $3 million. Uh, and keep me honest there. <laughs> um, you've won a string of awards as well. So mm -hmm. the Vote Awards, 2022 Startup of the Year uh, to watch. Um, you've been acknowledged as a 2021 Enterprising Women Award and most recently, two Mirror Awards, Tech Product of the Year and uh, uh, Startup of the Year, just uh, a little over a month ago um, in, in, uh, in, in, in Indianapolis. What do you attribute all this inertia around your company to over the last two and a half years? 
Yeah, um, you know, it, it's been an honor to win all of all of the awards, and uh, it, it's great to see the recognition from the community surrounding us. I think a lot has to do with just our mission. We are really about helping people and patients solve a major problem uh, that exists. Who can't get behind helping people when they need medicines, yeah. getting them quicker? Yeah. And when you think about the why, why do we let administrative processes create barriers for patients? Um, with the impact from a patient perspective is I'm sitting here with a disease that could potentially be fatal because these aren't just a common cold. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm sitting here as a patient with these diseases and every day that I'm going without treatment, it's the thought about how it's gonna impact my life, how it's yeah. gonna impact my family. And with that, everybody is surrounded by trying to, to solve it. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's easy for people to get behind us and see yep. the impact that we could have on the industry and people most, most importantly. Yeah. We'll come back to the company's growth here in a bit, but I wanna talk about your personal journey leading up mm -hmm. to RX Lightning. You've been in the healthcare space, you obviously geographically live around where there's a large healthcare presence. Um, you originally studied psychology and neuroscience at Temple in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Uh, did you always intend to work in healthcare? Was that your goal? Uh, no, no. I thought I'd probably go to grad school and go get a PhD in psych, neuroscience, some, something around that. Um, I realized that that wasn't probably my journey after I got roles in sales and really fell in love with business. It just happened to be in pharmaceutical sales. So yeah. I was with Novo Nordisk at the time. And um, my career just... It's interesting, I look back, it just spiraled in a very positive, lucky way. I sometimes feel like I was in the right time in the right place, yeah. if you ever think about that. Like when I, I was doing a rotation thinking I'd move up in the sales arm of pharma, and I went in-house at Novo and was asked to evaluate e-prescribing and EHRs. Okay. At that point in time, they were they were really not used much. There was a ton of government incentives. I didn't even know what an EHR was. I remember looking at my director saying, um, could you help give me some more information? And he was like, you're smart, go figure it out. And I fell in love with the space. And then ever from that, ever since that moment, it was just a lot about healthcare was so behind the ages yeah. because it was in its infancy with technology because of all the rules and regulations around uh, HIPAA and, and patient data and the sensitivity around that. So um, there's just tons of opportunities to create new technologies. And I did a lot of that along the yeah. journey and um, then was just decided to start the company. So it kind of led me that way. So you were really able to hit that spot before EHRs were widely adopted and technology, what, 2010 to 2014, when it really became adopted, you were in that area, developed an expertise, and that has essentially built on where you're at today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think right around that time, and there's, it's been a great journey, um, you know, but I had no tech no tech skills at all. And um, now, now I still don't probably have tech skills, but I have the capability to see, see a problem and envision what we could yeah. do differently. And uh, then I go to the people that do the real work, which is my co-founder and my brilliant engineering team. And they figure out how to, how to make all of my uh, kind of 
guesses and what I'd like to do happen. So after Novo, you went to smaller companies, Mm -hmm. both Dr. First and Remy, Mm -hmm. Remy Health. Um, What are some of the lessons you learned working uh, at those companies that have helped laid the groundwork for what you're doing now? You alluded to it a little bit with the work you were doing at Novo. You saw some things in you that maybe I'm going to do some more sales and marketing. You learned along the way, but take me through that next journey. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just there's so much opportunity in healthcare, and uh, if you have an idea, the, it, it's probably something that hasn't been done because it's a little yep. bit antiquated with yep. the, the technology. And um, you know, I've been very fortunate to be surrounded where I had growth, so it was innovating products, then leading to managing teams that innovative yeah. products and then it led to managing the PL and having the sales team and yeah. I, I got to the point in my career that I had all of the components of what at a very minor level thinking back on it but I had all the components of what you need to be able to do to start a business yeah. and um, I look back and where I was two years ago I kind of chuckled because I don't think I really do anything uh, compared to what I know now and it's just a ever-evolving kind of role and um, you know every day it's something new and challenging and growth happens yeah. for for me as well as the team so we're so learning you, together so you're you learned a lot both in those kind of smaller companies you worked for just being able to lead teams um, develop product take it to market that was mm-hmm. That was really, it sounds like a training ground for what you're doing now. Yeah, exactly. There's just so much opportunity. Like I, there, there's um, the big companies and the small companies, there's a lot of opportunities in all of it. My experience with some of the smaller companies is that you're able to navigate quicker because yeah. um, you'll learn something and then you'll get more responsibilities yeah. and more responsibilities. Whereas in the larger companies, you're just usually bound by corporate hierarchy and process yeah. and time. Um, and fortunately for me, I didn't have that because I went into some of the smaller organizations and was yeah. surrounded by some great leaders and um, other CEOs that have still friends and mentors to me today. Yeah. Being able to solve problems and seize opportunity, it sounds like, and be being able to work uh, on the fly and, and solve those issues as they come up and arise and tackle them. Right. So something I see as a theme in health tech that might be surprising to some of those outside of the space, whether it's RX Lightning or Greenlight Guru in Indianapolis or Vine Dental in Indianapolis um, or other health tech companies that are in the state and throughout the United States uh, that TechPoint has worked with. Many are focused on solving those administrative headaches and mm-hmm. less of those like point of care solutions mm-hmm. for actual patients. Um, why is that the opportunity versus a solution that may be point of care focused? Um, so I think, I think the opportunity from the administrative perspective is just healthcare is really in its infancy from a technology perspective. So because of that, the fax machine is still used <laughs> and you're laughing because could you imagine doing your banking with fax machines? I have no idea the last time I used a fax machine. Yeah, so um, fax machines are major part of healthcare providers' lives. And if you think about that, it's not only do you, you have some digital fax machines, but you still, that means you're transferring paper. And uh, a lot of the paper's handwritten and um, just because it's quicker and there's not the technology there to use it. And what 
we've seen, or at least we've experienced at Arx Lightning, is that these antiquated processes really impact the providers' offices. Um, they're not efficient. Things get lost, so you have to do things over and over again. And we we have providers groups that have told us that they used to work, you know, 20 hours a day, even though they don't really have 20 hours in a day, trying to complete everything. Yeah. They never had their queue done, and it had a very uh, dramatic effect on their personal life because yeah. of the stress that involved. Because at the other end of it, they knew that the patients were suffering, waiting for them yeah. to complete stuff. So I think be- there's a lot of opportunities, not just in the specialty medication journey, but in, in healthcare in general, mm-hmm. to um, create technology that helps with the inefficiencies that exist. Um, and that's why you're seeing a lot of yeah. organizations fall into these administrative um, solutions. Yeah. You kind of mentioned two things there. One, there is a larger piece where you're able to get drugs to patients faster than need them that are suffering from some horrible, horrible issue, um, but also that administrative side where you're able to bring time back into people's day, maybe to mentor staff, maybe to work with other patients to get that backlog down. Any specific like examples you want to provide there or any customer story that really sticks out to you and just it's that why that's yeah. like, I got to keep working because yeah. I know this person needs it. So there's a um, a woman who um, has spoken for us before, and um, she's actually with a very large oncology clinic um, in Arkansas. And you know, most offices, when they hear about our solution, are a little skeptical uh, because there's been other technology solutions trying to solve the problem, okay. but they haven't necessarily solved it. Um, you know, we're not Arcs Lightning isn't the first. Concept. We're the first that's agnostic and comprehensive mm-hmm. and could support a lot of meds, but there's provider platforms that are very specific to a pharmacy or a drug, yeah. but they don't get a lot of adoption. So we, when we talked to this one individual, she was very skeptical, but was in such a need for a better solution for her cancer patients yeah. that she was willing to try the platform. And her experience prior to Arc Lightning, she said, I'm going to use it for one of the pharmacies that gives me the biggest headache. Mm-hmm. And honestly, every pharmacy out there gives a provider a headache mm-hmm. because there's different workflows and it depends on the provider and what they like. But yeah. so for her, the pharmacy that took the longest time, it was about 12 to 15 days on average before her patients would receive shipment confirmation. So she's like, I'm going to try two patients and we'll test it out, Julia, and we'll see how Rx Lightning solves this problem. And she said that the next, she used Rx Lightning, submitted all the paper. Um, the next day, her patient who is suffering from cancer mm-hmm. uh, called her and said, my shipment's confirmed. And she was like, what are you talking about? Like, no way. There's no way that could ever be possible. But the patient on day two confirmed shipment, the patient on day three was able to start treatment because of our technology. Um, wow. So beforehand, it was like 15 days just to get confirmation they were actually going to send the drug to the people mm-hmm. and to the patient. Mm-hmm. And now, three days later, you have... Uh, the actual prescriptions in hand, the patient is on those regimens and mm-hmm. um, going through the appropriate treatment. Yeah, and when she spoke, and there's uh, there's video t- uh, of her talking about this, um, she said for her, 
it was the moment that she was able to know that her patient was going to be able to start treatment because of the emotional toll that it just removed for that person to now feel like they were actually trying to do something about the disease that they had. And like the, the smile that she has around uh, what it's done for her and her patients is great. And she's like, we have so many stories about this. Like we have another organization who told us that uh, patient assistance. So not only is it, getting the paperwork done but when you we're talking about expensive medications we're talking about thousands of dollars a month they could be tens of thousands of dollars a month and for the normal american even the well-off americans that's a lot of money um so affordability becomes an issue as well so there's a lot of programs whether it's uh based upon the manufacturers that have created free drug programs or there's foundations out there, all take paperwork. Always need the patient involved. And these are, um, what we've seen is something that used to take weeks again because the doctor would fill it out and then mail it to the patient. And then the patient would have to mail it back to the doctor so the doctor could go then it to the program. All of that used to take weeks and we're seeing everything be completed in like less than 10 minutes and then getting the approvals within 24, 48 hours. Less than 10 minutes. Yeah. I can't imagine being the patient on that end, having family members. I think many people have had, probably everyone has had family members with some sort of cancer or some kind of really nasty disease and just so much uh, you know, it can be hard to get that first appointment and then going through that process. And the last thing you want is this another hangout. So mm-hmm. um, that's amazing. That's got to be something yeah. that just motivates you and your team every day. Like that is the why. Yeah, that is the why. It's, um, you know, we've surrounded ourselves around the con- notion that it is unacceptable as a country for us to create barriers and processes and be okay that people have to wait. And, you know, there's some instances where they might have to wait a little bit, but if we could improve anything for that patient, it's a dramatic impact. And we, we as an organization look at making impact in three ways. It's making an impact on the patient and the provider, um, making an impact on the industry and then impacting our community just by creating jobs that wouldn't have been there and doing something that we love to do and be able to be rewarded about the work and the accomplishment that we've done together as a team. That's, I love that. That uh, you're having an impact in all three of those areas. I, I hope so. <laughs> well, this leads me to my next question. So back in April at Mira, uh, when you went, took home two Mira awards, yeah. um, you talked about your growth, including plans to potentially double in size next year of headcount and continue to grow the team. Um, as you look to the future of RX Lightning, where do you see the company growing? Um, you know, hopefully we grow into an organization that's having impact on a national scale and uh, a team that is um, responding to to that scale and impact. Uh, today, we've grown just since the Mirror Awards, I think by almost 50%. Um, and we, we don't expect the growth to um, slow down. Uh, we're really looking for talented people that are passionate and share our mission around helping 
people in the industry and um, really looking f to connect with more providers and more users and have that impact on more and more people on a day-to-day -day basis. Julia, thank you so much for being on the circuit today. We at TechPoint are so excited for your future here in Indiana and RX Lightning's future here in Indiana. Um, you are having such an impact in your organization is not only on patients, but uh, the folks that are doing the work behind the scenes to get drugs and uh, prescriptions to patients quicker, as well as the work you're doing here in the community. We're excited to see you grow. Yeah, we're excited to grow and thank you for all the continued support. Thanks for being on the circuit.